just say. Hello and welcome to Can I Just Say, a podcast about The Apprentice. I am your host, Siobhan Ma, and I'm here with my cherished co-host, Gemma Flynn and Stuart McPherson. Hi, guys. Hello. Hi, Siobhan. Lovely How's to see you. How's it going? So good. I really enjoyed this week's episode. Oof, I mean... Who didn't? <laughs> much to discuss. Much, much, much to Much to, to discuss. Yeah. Exactly. Muchos discussion. I watched it last night. Oh, so you're fresh... Yeah, watched it like at like two in the morning last night. I'd had a few drinks and I was like, right, it's an hour. Let's get through this. I'll get it done tonight. Let's get through And it this. probably took me two hours to watch it because I kept having to pause it to write down the absolutely surreal things people were coming out with. This week was <laughs> wild. Like there were some absolutely incredible, yeah, incredible things, incredible yeah. ideas and thoughts coming out. Huge quotes, huge, huge quotes, huge quotes as well, Stu. Yeah. I've I've been taking notes, tip tap tap. Mind bending quotes. <laughs> yeah, truly mind bending. Great. <laughs> well, should we should we kick off with some news? I think we've all yeah. got news this week. Lovely. Um, uh huh. Let's go. You kick us off, Siobhan. Can I just news? Okay, I would like to discuss. Firstly, Rip Harry. He was fired last week. Um, I would like mm-hmm. to discuss his bath bomb business, which I've found on Instagram. <gasps> Thank you. Um, yes. <laughs> firstly, I would like to say <laughs> I love it when ordinary people have official in their ha- handles. <laughs> so his yes. is like Harry Mahmood official, um, which I love. But his bath bomb business is called um, Magna Tielo. Magna Tielo, I think, mm. is how you pronounce it. Mm. Uh, it's a children's bath bomb business. And he has updated the the bio since I last looked. But at one point, it was just like, for orders. And then his email address, which was like, hmamood at gmail.com. Mm. Um, Official hmamood at gmail.com. And what makes that. it a children's bath bomb, Siobhan? So glad you asked, Gemma. <laughs> uh, basically, the bath bombs are like, children's characters so uh, i'll give you a little rundown we've got magnus the elephant we've got um nigel the crocodile and my personal favorite captain grumpy who is a pirate (laughs) and we get to see captain grumpy sort of dissolve quite quickly in the bath (laughs) um i would imagine i mean there's so uh, my favorite thing is like so many of them just have the most boring names like there's a shark one called shane but spelled S H A Y N Shane Shane the Shark. Hmm. Um, he would have been good at this week's task, maybe then. You know, he would have been, yeah. But I was thinking that, yeah, I bet he wouldn't though. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool though. Quite imaginative. I wasn't expecting that from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so that's kind of the update. I don't know how he's getting on with. With sales, if anybody's bought anything from him, but you know, time will tell. We I'd might love see to that. Purchase. Keep an eye out for Magna Tielo on the on the shelves. Magna Tielo. How are you spelling that? Maybe my pronunciation is wrong. It's M A G N A T I E L O. I'm thinking like Tiesto. But <laughs> yeah. With an L. I think you've right. got it. I think you've given it a yeah, beautiful no. spin. But maybe it's you know, like mm. paella. I think the fault for the confusing name lives with Harry. Yeah. Not you. Mm. <laughs> exactly. But Harry, it's if you're listening, not... 
shout in, you know, give us give us the give us the tea. Give us the real name, yeah. Um, yeah, give us the scoop. It's not really what I would name a children's bath bomb company though. Mm. No. It sounds No, not at all. Like a building company or something to me, like an architect's mm. firm. And is the are the bath bombs yeah. are they are they natural and stuff or have they got glitter all in them? Great question. Doesn't say anything about natural. Um <laughs> I get into the, the bottom of this. I wouldn't be let putting that baby look. in a bath with glitter, is what Cruelty I'm saying. Cruelty free, vegan, organic, apparently. Okay. Um doesn't really say this anything. This is a quality about, product. About... <laughs> this is not a sponsored post. <laughs> <laughs> Cool marine experience with colour changes and scents. Explore underwater with Magna World. Who will you find? Mm. Get ready. No, sorry. Get ready for a unique experience. Uh, Sea-inspired bath time soak. But the the cover is a castle, so I don't really understand why it's sea-inspired. But anyway. A lot of incongruous stuff going on here. Mm. Lots happening. I've got to to transition to another business. My news is about uh, the business of Connor, who went out this week. Gemma's most yeah. hated. Most hated. I'm not even going to rip. rip. Not a rip. No rip. <laughs> no respects deserved. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been doing um, the rounds in the press this week and has yeah, been... saying that he was shafted. Yeah. Well, he thinks actually that the only reason he was fired was because his business wasn't off the ground yet. He does not acknowledge that he did badly in the task. So what in Connor's is, mind, he's still very much in The Apprentice. What yeah. is his business? So it's a van. It's called the 301 Bar, brought to you by Connor Gilson and, and his friend. They're two former rugby players who had such a great time during their careers on the pitch that they wanted to extend that into their careers off it. So basically it's a van that goes to rugby matches what? and sells pints. It's a pints what? van. <laughs> a pints van. Yeah. You can find them on Instagram at like 301 bar. Surely that exists already. A genuine plug there for Gemma over most hated. <laughs> I know. I know. It does exist, Siobhan. Send it exists them dogs at abuse every... at this handle. <laughs> yes, send them dogs abuse. <laughs> but yeah, it very much does exist at every sporting event, like a van with, with booze, but you know, there we go. That's what they're, they're also up to. rugby. I'm pretty sure you can drink at rugby, can't you? I think yeah. they have bars, don't they? At rugby games on the yeah. inside. So why not do it? Footballers, I guess it might be illegal, but yeah, you can already get pints at rugby. I don't, I'm I don't so confused by that as a business. Yeah, well, he, he thinks that that's why he was fired, which is so funny because he thinks that Alan Sugar looked at the business plans and was like, This isn't off the ground yet. I should get rid of this guy, which is truly deluded when you see how it's he just, performed. Yeah, it was mainly because he was absolutely shit. <laughs> he yeah. was. I couldn't be happier that he's gone, honestly. Oh, same, same, same. <laughs> I've got a new most hated. Oh, who is it, Stu? Navid. <laughs> I can see this coming. And I'll tell you for why. <laughs> this is, well, this is my kind of just news. Go on. Um, well, for my sins, I've been on the Daily Mail website, which is where all Apprentice news reigns. I don't know if you guys have done this. But just to give you an idea, you know, the, like their sidebar of shame mm-hmm. with like related, you know, articles, or whatever. Like you could do like a full page of just like they've really gone muckraking <gasps> on apprentice candidates. Ooh. We can maybe drip feed them throughout to stop everyone clicking on the Daily Mail. I couldn't actually be arsed reading a lot of it, but they've, yeah, they've come up with, um, you know, scoops about 
how people's businesses are, have, have only just been registered or they're mm. a piece of shit or there's always like a word in capital letters about how the, the candidate has failed with the five businesses or <laughs> bankrupt. <laughs> and uh, I took a screenshot of what we got. So these are just three on the spin. Mm-hmm. I'll just rattle through. Apprentice star Amy Ansel, she's the American, mm. 48, shows off her abs. <laughs> shows off her abs in a sports bra during park workout. This After is After it was the revealed thing. she ran a theatre production company that went bust with debts of one million. Wow. One million. Apprentice star Akshay Tharkar, 28, who claimed his first word as a newborn was profit, has been the director of five failed companies. Oh, no. (laughs) Apprentice star Akeem Bundu Kamara, who boasts of being a numbers guy, runs an online sportswear company worth just £28. (laughs) (laughs) That's almost worse than the others, isn't it? That is, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so I think they've kind of gone through everyone and and highlighted... Wow. ...kind of, you know, like... So what's Navid's done to you? And also Karen Brady's going through the menopause. That's something they've they've (gasps) reported. They're terrible on the Daily Mail. My husband will tell you that I'm a nightmare. That I'm a nightmare. Apprentice star Karen Brady, 52, (laughs) details suffering hot flushes and waking up soaked three times in the night after beginning the menopause. God bless her. That's an exclusive. Well, Karang, you still look great and fresh. You're yeah. keeping it together, even if you're struggling. You know, shout out though. We're for here that for you, Karang. But if I may <laughs> uh, get to my most new, most hated, uh, yeah, please, please, Navid. Well, it's actually one of my predictions from Ep Zero, which has come right in that he is an anti-vaxer. <gasps> Shocking. Um, and he's a pharmacist, which is weird. Oh my god! And he came out as an anti-vaxer by tweeting at Nicki Minaj, who he's a big fan of. She's an anti-vaxer, and she had that big stupid viral tweet like a year ago or whatever. Mm. And he replied, sort of backing her up in a tweet uh, reply in which he misspelled his own job title of pharmacist. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So he's uh, anti-vax. Oh my god! Yeah, and he's also he seems pretty gnarly from what I'm reading here. He's been on two TV shows before. He was on one which was called something like Rich Kids Go Skint or something. So he's like super super rich, um, you know, inherited all this wealth, blah blah blah. I'm just gonna read straight from the Daily Mail here. Wow, this the picture of him on of Nicki Minaj because he loves to go and get like pay like six grand to do meet and greets with oh, people. He he is rich then. Um, yeah. Yeah, he goes on holiday more than 40 times a year, apparently. <laughs> Don't see how that's, that's possible. Like once, but... That's like once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I don't know. Take up with the Daily Mail. Jeez. There's so much in this article, it's crazy. Wow, that's shocking. Uh, that's big it, news. Yeah. He was on that show Eating With My Ex. Did you ever watch any of that? Love that. I love oh, that yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was on that. Right. Um, so he's looking for fame. There's a picture of him in like a private plane with all this shit. Mm. Looks stupid. Okay, Jeez. interesting. Good uh, to know this. Good to in know the this. episode of Rich Kids Go Skint, he stated, life growing up for me was easy. I got everything I wanted before later claiming he was having heart palpitations after being asked to sleep on a sofa in London's Grenfell community. A self-confessed Versace fanatic, he dressed head to toe in sparkling gold tracksuit by the designer brand as he boasted about his luxurious lifestyle. Blah, 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 blah. Um, wow. I'm glad we know this before going all in. And this is like from that Rich Kids Go Skint program. He was speaking to someone about the house and he was like, during a tour of the kitchen, it said, he said, 
Mine's slightly bigger and I don't cook. We've got someone who helps out with that stuff. Not even beans on toast. Ooh. <laughs> really tough. And it's just all this gnarly stuff. Um, <laughs> it's... Yeah, but anyway, yeah, he's just like this absolute knobhead rich guy. That's really good to know, Stu, because he was giving yeah, across a kind of vibe like, oh, I'm fun, I'm sassy, I'm interesting, like I'm here to... You know, maybe I've got common sense. I'm a pharmacist as yeah. well. But he's not actually done anything, though, has he? He's just been moaning. Yeah, mm. he has, yeah. He was wearing epaulets on his his suit sort of this time. So yeah, I enjoyed that. Like Cheryl Cheryl Cole style military. In the fight for this love video. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> She's the only military member I, I recognize is Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, I was like ready to get it's on quite board a North with him. Korea vibe. But it seems like he's yeah, not back the wrong one there. I'm afraid. Oh well, well, good to know this. That's wow. some good good sort of investigative journalism, Stu. I love it. Yeah, thanks. Thank thanks you. for getting into that, Stu. Uh, there's <laughs> hundreds of articles on uh, specifically the Daily Mail, but there's also there's other ones we can go through them. Mm. You know, as time goes on, but. There's a lot of uh, information about The Apprentice out there. Mm. To add to that super quickly as well, Ryan Mark from last year is doing Celebs Go Dating. I don't know if you've uh, seen Mm -hmm. any of the ads for that. After after his... um, No. After his... What did he say? That that old people should just get out and work. (laughs) That's right. I forgot about that. Oh, God. They're obviously not getting media training at The Apprentice HQ, are they? Clearly, yeah. Oh, God. Also, just to touch on, and as part of the anti-vax thing, he was saying that I think this series was filmed at the sort of, towards the beginning of COVID, or at least uh, it was when there was only like the single vaccine. So Mm. although everyone was vaxxed, it was before people were sort of double vaxxed and stuff. Ah. So I don't know if he's like... He's maybe like a refuser now, but he got it to be on the show right. or something. Whoa. I don't know. Well, that's a big thumbs down from me. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like all of them have got a really evil vibe this season. There's no one who I'm like, you seem genuinely like a nice person. Hmm. Yeah, I can't, I can't yeah, think of it. I'm still holding out hope for, for Aaron, my boy Aaron. I think he seems sweet. Obviously, he was a fucking shit. <laughs> he was the shit. <laughs> Yeah, re- so that doesn't make him a bad guy. He revealed himself to be not just a wife guy, but also a kids guy as well. That's like big a big time. I've got a fantastic mm. quote about his kids and ones. If you're up for that, go for it. I don't you. know when you want to do it. Hit, it. hit us with it. All right, I'm I'm going to give you this quote, and then we can maybe go into the actual right, episode. Let's do Done it. news. <laughs> um, all right, here's the quote. And honestly, I it took me about 20 minutes to transcribe this quote because <laughs> I kept having to pause it every like nanosecond. And the first bit, I don't actually, I couldn't actually make out what he said despite watching it like 10 times. But here's the quote, okay? This was in the pitch at the, the leading high street brand or something. But he's describing the, the product and why it looks the way it does. And it's the colour that it is. Mm. The quote goes as follows. My child is seven and eight. The whole thing that he was and she was interested in was the famous wizard that we all know quite highly about. So what they wanted in all wands, when you think of wand, and when I say wand to my kids, the first thing that they have in their mind is a brown wand. <laughs> I actually that wrote that Aaron. down because I was going to be like, Gemma and Shu, you obviously know very highly about the famous wizard. We do know very highly about yeah. it, sadly. So you can, you can relate. You can relate to... To um, 
I am, yeah. I picture a brown wand. Doesn't mean I want to put it in my mouth, to be fair. Yeah. I'm so glad it feels like a real triumph that we've come back after two years and both me and Stu are sort of out of the HP business. Thank God. That is growth. I'm so happy for you both. (laughs) The boy wizard that we know highly about. But I will say for Aaron, though, like one thing I learned from that time is that kids are absolutely wild for Harry Potter in a way. I mean, you cannot Mm -hmm. even imagine. Like they, they truly, I thought the wand idea was a good good plan until it be, you know, until we saw the to, outcome of course yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah. we we yeah. used to sell wands for instance on the tour and they were just like chopsticks that you would would just, ra- yeah. like just crappy little things and put a glue gun around them yeah exactly and the kids were just like simply could not be more excited about it honestly um you're selling sticks to kids wow that's exactly. in itself like why has no one come truly apprentice with that because of copyright, honestly, like Warner Brothers are like very, very, very on it with that. Like you can't really yeah. make anything to do with Harry Potter because they know how well it sells. But oh God, truly. What Bring is. back the good old fashioned black and white magician's wand is what I say. Oh yeah, the, like a true <laughs> magic wand. Bring yeah. those yeah. back. Back when this country meant something. Yeah. You had Paul McDaniel, <laughs> uh, not McDaniel, that's my friend, Paul McDaniel. Paul Daniels, Paul Daniels. on the telly. Yeah, bring that <laughs> the back. Lo- the lovely Debbie McGee. Is, uh, yeah, is, uh, glorious assistant. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. But yeah, amazing stuff. Well, should we get into it then? I, re- I really want to kick us off by talking yeah. a bit about the Lord Sugar Fairy, who was an animated version. Fucking hell, I forgot about that. Of Lord Allen. Extremely cursed. The most cursed thing I have seen <laughs> since Cats 2019. <laughs> Truly, just so uncanny valley. It's unreal. And the, just like, yeah, he looked shiny and like he looked sort of like I don't know because he did look like an old man, but he also looked about fifty years younger than he does in real life. And he was wearing a full purple suit all and smooth. shoes, which is not anything that I've ever seen him wear. And it was tight, wasn't it? I thought he looked <laughs> it quite mus- muscular, <laughs> muscular as yeah, Lord Sugar Fairy. <laughs> oh. Made me think he had some creative control in how he was portrayed. Exactly. Oh, sure. I'm exactly. Sure. But that was great. That was a, a cursed way to kick it off, but I knew we were in for something good. It was like one of those yeah. classic early starts this week as well, wasn't it? They had a 4 a.m. start. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And on the way, I think on the way to the dentist, the dental hospital or wherever they were going, um, one of them said, we need to remember that quite literally anything can happen. <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, fi- I'm upset that they haven't made team names yet, but I think that they may, might be waiting until next week. That might be next, next week. Yeah. Next agenda's up. Because I, I love that element of it. We've got to have a crazy team name, you know. I know, it's an I important can't wait. part of the business. But yeah, so we started with Lord Sugar Fairy, very muscular <laughs> fairy. And Bursting out his purple suit. Yeah, I thought the, the demonstration video that they did with Lord Allen was like the best of that we saw. Like it made a lot of sense to me, the coins and all that sort of stuff. And the candidates never mm-hmm. quite got close to creating what they were supposed to, did they? They just never, they didn't really no. quite get no. it. Um, but yeah, we started off as well with Shama being scorned. I don't know if you remember that. There was like a classic. Yeah, she was the lady scorned this week. Yeah, and she really hated that. And it, 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 as with everyone who's scorned, like at the beginning of the 
the task. Like they stick with that vibe throughout and yeah. they're pissed off. 100%. And she, she, and she needs to be careful because I think she's getting a rep as a moaner. Yeah, right, after right. all she did last week was say she didn't know what bougie meant and then this week she was moaning and if you do it three times you, you're out that's how it works exactly <laughs> you do you get a rep quickly on this show and she she wanted to be on branding and not research and stuff like that as well but Francesca did what what all the the victors always do in that situation which is like absolutely relentlessly don't give Shama anything that she wants it was such a shame mm-hmm. she was just like you think you want to be doing branding, but actually I'm putting you on research and it's just ooh, set up a really stinking dynamic from the beginning for them. It was not good, was it? Yep. Mm. Nope. Thoughts it's on real Francesca? playground stuff when you say that. <sighs> what do you think? I'm not sure. She's a yeah. direct descendant of William Wordsworth, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's her skill. <laughs> That's her skill. Um she's coming in it's always hard when people do that thing where it's like and and you know I've been in situations before where I've had to do this as well where you're like I've got experience doing x y and z and that mm. makes me knowledgeable and it's just not a good vibe is it it's just like ugh, so so hard no, she's to- a little try hard but then it's tough because she was scorned last week mm. yes and now she true. became the scorner this week so maybe it'll take till next week till we find out what she's like in neutral in mode in neutral mode <laughs> Exactly, because we can't judge them when they're in this scorn or be scorned dynamic, you know? No, it's a scorn or be scorned world out there. The only thing we know for sure about her is she fucking loves the colour orange for some reason. She will not shut up about orange. (laughs) It was gender neutral. She knows the psychology of colour. That was the one good thing. I have to say, I thought that the girl's toothbrush looked good. Yeah, me too. I liked it. Yeah. It actually did look good. It was jazzier. Yeah. The star in it looked quite cool. They overrode Francesca's instructions of just making it plain orange, but I think they did the right thing, even though everyone was like, it's too, yeah. too young. I thought it was cool. I would use that. Same. I thought it was cool. The rap was shit, though. Yeah. I enjoyed it when someone made the valid point of doing, doing what I always do and forgetting that we're on a planet right now, because I don't like thinking about that, when she said, you don't get roller coasters on planets. <laughs> <laughs> that was the witch. That was the woman, Sophie Wilding. She was like absolutely right. disgusted when they suggested that you could put bowling alleys on planets. Like she was on like, planet, what? Of all things. Outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> and for a witch, she's got quite a closed mind, honestly. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I agree. Yeah. I really missed MC Gogo this week. I was really feeling oh. the lack I was gonna say. Of, of MC Gogo. When... And this was one of the crucial things that meant Connor got fired is that when he was given instructions to have a gender neutral one, which just makes sense, why not appeal to everybody? Especially when it's a wizard, you could do that quite easily, easily make it androgynous. And then he just immediately made it a bloke. And I thought MC Google was spinning in their grave Absolutely. right now. I know. Doesn't he know his apprentice history? Like, come on. Exactly. exactly. I did write God. down um, Whiffy the wizard versus Tommy the talking turtle. Who would win in a fight? <laughs> Tommy would fucking smash Whiffy. Yeah. Whiffy's a, got nothing about him. Tommy the talking turtle. He's he would he would smash you in a fight and then be your friend. That's because he's your mate. He would take you to the hospital after. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Whiffy the wizard. Tommy the talking turtle was the governor, man. Absolutely, <laughs> the absolutely. Governor. 
in in the press this week, Connor has been trying to explain Whiffy the Wizard, and he said he was trying to go for like Willy Wonka because he thought he thinks like alliteration is like the greatest business uh, tool. As if no one's thought of alliteration before. <laughs> Tommy the Talking Turtle had that, and he didn't make a big deal exactly. about it. Exactly. And as Connell said to me when we were watching it, that is like business studies, like standard grade business studies. Like, yeah. Use alliteration. Yeah. Like, come on. We've we've, we've that. progressed beyond that. If you're on The Apprentice, you should know better. Exactly. Just seeing him come up with that in the back of that taxi, it did make you think, like, that is kind of how a lot of businesses are run. A lot of how products come to market is just, like, absolute wankers in suits in a cab, just freewheeling like they're on GAC in the middle of the day. Just <laughs> no. Willie the Wizard. No, Whiffy the Wizard, that'll do. Just like immediately. Yeah. He had that energy, didn't he? He was just really like, that will do. And that's mm. not what we want. Come on, you it's no. a once in a lifetime no. opportunity to start a business with Lord Sugar. You know? Give it your all. Give it your Give best. Your Put your back into and it, you know? It didn't even make sense because you've got this wizard's toothbrush. So you've got this wand. You're a wizard. Mm-hmm. And then the app is a second wizard called Whiffy. <laughs> It's just sort of waving his wand near your teeth. <laughs> That's a good point, Stu. It doesn't make sense. Them. And also, yeah. was the was the toothbrush called Wizardy Brush? Yes, Wizardy Brush. Spark your magical journey. I liked how shit the box looked. It was just white with green green text, and then on one side it just said magic in big letters. <laughs> it looked like a fake it was fake so thing you'd have on a show. Bad. Oh my god. <laughs> One of the things I enjoyed when the boys were making their toothbrush was when they were designing the app and they were like, can we make it more kid-friendly? And then it just said, hey, brush in circles. (laughs) Yeah. Speech bubble, all in in caps, really narky tone. Hey, brush in small circles. Oh my God. So good. So good. Absolutely awful. I think somewhere between the two, this is often true, I think between the two teams a decent idea was in there somewhere of like yeah. the girl's idea of masking the fact that it's about brushing your teeth and making it into a game I think is obviously right Yeah, which is what the Lord Sugar one with the coins was doing at the start mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it needed to be tied to teeth a little more and just be more interesting than what, the, than what they came up with Yeah, whereas the boys one was just so dull it was too on the nose with like teeth tooth brushing teeth brushing yeah yeah, and again, I thought the the wizard magic thing of all of that was gr- a great idea. It was just unbelievably dull when you were doing it, you yeah. know, what, what they came up with. And why did they not use, like, because I think Nava did say when they were designing the, the actual toothbrush to make it look like a wizard's hat. So why did they not do, mm. like, you know, a blue toothbrush with yellow stars or something that's a bit more... I mean, I know why, because... It's about the famous wizard that we all know highly about, but, <laughs> but and it was just funny watching the two interviews cut together of the pitches with the girls, like you know the classic shitbag move on the Apprentice. Like, yeah, we can tweak that. We can make a few tweaks. We can change absolutely everything about mm. it if you want. If you think it's shit, we'll just change it to whatever you want. Meanwhile, in the boys' corner, Aaron's like, "I would rather die than make this not shit coloured." <laughs> He's like, "We will not." This be is the colour of a shit, or I walk. <laughs> but you know like like I'm saying Aaron's had that taste through his kids that 
Harry Potter shit sells like yeah. unbelievably and kids want it. But he just wasn't seeing that when you, the, the, the shape of the toothbrush was making it, as they, m- many of them said, like log like. <laughs> it was. Yeah. 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 And truly absurd to have uh, the same team do something that looks like a shit two weeks in a row. What is That's going never on? That's in Apprentice history. Literally, what is going on? Um, I don't yeah, even. I, sorry, I don't. I don't even think like the. I don't think the brown toothbrush is irredeemable, but it would. It would need to be the whole market around it would have to change because kids are gross and they do like. Kids like fucking farts and like you know disgusting yeah, shit. Yeah. But it would need to be marketed as like for dirty little boys. <laughs> you know, yeah, like a to be prank, like, prank toothbrush. Yeah. Fungus the bogeyman kind of thing. Yeah. They need yeah. to change the whole thing. But as it stands, it was just shit. They could have made it purple, easy. I really enjoyed when they were doing the consumer research and Nick was really trying to um to like get good stuff out of it and he interpreted <gasps> that 50% of consumers oh would buy God. it. Because there was only two boys. Uh, he was like, and he was one still out of maybe two. that kid. I, yeah. <laughs> I said that Navid was my most hated purely on the research of knowing that he's just this rich, horrible guy. But in terms of like, from what I've seen on screen, that Nicholas guy, I cannot stand. He's my favourite. He's, a he's liar. my new favourite. <laughs> well, I've got the deciding vote on Nicholas. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Why do you like him so much, Siobhan? Give me a pitch for Nick. Go I think on. he's. I think he's so pathetic. It's unbelievable, <laughs> isn't it? And it and totally incompetent. So. I just want him to get really far because of that. I'm I, what? this year. This year, I've decided that it's not about who's good. Mm. It's about who should really go, but is hanging on. Right. I do this always like to backing. see someone who refuses to quit. I just can't. I just can't I just get it into think, my head yes. why I've been. Why have I been brought back? <laughs> Raise your hand in this room if you agree that I should have been... I, I didn't just do anything to deserve this treatment to be brought back into the board in front of Lord Sugar of all people. Shut the fuck up. You did nothing, you can't. Uh, his thing. He did the consumer research. And in the pitch, he said, in the consumer research, those colours were described as Cool. cool. <laughs> by our target audience, aka one I spoke five to old four children, and one of them didn't hate me, and he said that brown was cool. Listen, what would you do in that situation, guys? Could you do any better? No, I'd have kept my and trap I, shut. I, but, yeah, but I, I thought it was unscrupulous the way he lied about that data. He's Honestly, a liar. I, f- I felt that was tough. Is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm here for it. One of the things before we leave the boys, I just wanted to say one of my favourite moments of this um, this episode was when they were designing the wizard and they were talking about how a wizard is or is not naturally chubby. Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) And then Connor was like, "The three wizards I can think of are not chubby, and it's meant to be an aspirational character, so we're not going to make it chubby." Who were the three wizards that he was thinking of? Do you think? I think it's the main three from the the the, the high, highly known wizard. The three most highly known characters from the most highly known wizard in franchise. Oh, so not like 
so so exclusively exclusively HP characters. Mm. So did you guys find Wiffy to be aspirational in the end? <laughs> Wiffy looked like a little bitch. Did you see Wiffy? Wiffy was as pathetic <laughs> as Nicholas, bit. if not more. The way Wiffy <laughs> just poked so... his wand around made me feel sick. I hated Wiffy. <laughs> yeah, get out of my mouth. I hated Wiffy. him too. I hated him. Even his name is yeah, like wishy washy. All... He stood for nothing, Wiffy. The complete opposite of MT Gogo. <laughs> he was, he was. Because he was male as well. Yeah. I mean, come on. But they said also um, it's quite popular in the children's scene to have big eyes when they Which were designing it. I feel like that is true. I will back that up. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Um, did you like Wiffy better or worse than that ghoulish animated tooth <laughs> that on the sleep girls' paralysis team? demon? I'm obsessed with the tooth. I'm obsessed <laughs> with the tooth. I think they named it TJ the Talking Tooth because they kind of mentioned that offhandedly in the taxi. That's a steal they from were, Tommy the, Amy the Talking was like, That is surely copyright. Mm. They should have put a wee TM on that. But yeah, so, so Siobhan, tell me why you enjoyed the tooth. I loved the tooth. Um, it really reminded me of like, <laughs> it just really reminded me of like some obscure animation or something, like something you would see in a fever dream. Early internet stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I feel like it could really become a cult figure. It had quite a well, Mr. Potato Head to quality it to it as well. It looked like everything just been jammed into a tooth. <laughs> Well, they took the features of yeah, Mr. Yeah, yeah. and rammed them in some, some kid's tooth. Absolutely nightmare. It was terrifying. If I had seen that as a child, I would have been so scared. But I think that's why I like it as an adult. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah. This tooth has a mouth <laughs> somehow. This tooth has teeth. <laughs> it reminds me of it's, the it's... tooth lapel badge Alan Partridge wears in this time. So I enjoyed that. <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. so good. Um, so anything else from the design? Obviously, wow. we need to talk about the fact that they made it into a turd, basically. And yeah. and they were going on and on about the personalised grip. Like, they couldn't stop talking about how it had yeah, a personalised grip. Yeah, insane. It wasn't personalised either, was it? It was just no, it was a no. shape that kids could put. It just wasn't square. Yeah. Yeah. The guy, and we'll get into the pitch as well, but the, the guy with the small head and blonde hair who was talking about the personalised grip, he said, you can actually just see how cool it can actually be. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed That's the tagline the for this pod. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Always a toothbrush, um, definitely cool. <laughs> I liked it when the guy first brought up in the pitch that it looked like a turd and uh, Aaron's first response was, Excellent feedback, thank you. <laughs> and then went on to describe how he knows it looks like a shit, but he's got his heart set on it being brown and, and he cannot be won over by any argument. Yeah, That's we are wild. not prepared to change the colour of the brush. Fantastic Why? feedback. <laughs> Why? It's not even real. Why would you not just be like, yeah, okay, I'll change it? Well, this is where I have like a little bit of a quibble with the rules of The Apprentice because... You saw the girls, they went into the pitch and they were just like, yeah, sure, we'll change absolutely Shameless. anything you want. And 
Yeah, and Kerrang kind of came for them a little bit and was like, change one or two things, but don't change it all. And maybe Aaron was thinking like, if I if I bail on the brown, then I look wishy washy or something. Yeah, I look but... like Whiffy himself. <laughs> <laughs> he had integrity, Aaron. He was willing to die on that hill, and that ultimately he got really him back. Was, yeah. His vision. He's the opposite of Nicholas, I oh. think. Aaron, Aaron has integrity. Nicholas will say anything. That's why well, I love him. Nicholas, another little bit of info about him. When they were doing the pitch, someone was challenging the colours and he said, those colours were described as cool by the tar- target demographic. We went based on the facts, which yeah. was really sassy to was, say back to someone who's really trying to buy. petty and off-putting. Yeah. But also he's firmly and just in a post-truth world, Nicholas. Exactly. That wasn't based on the facts at all. It was a one out of two, literally one out of two boys. The know? truth is what you make it, guys. The one truth is absolute dipshit kid wanted the whiffy, the fucking wizard toothbrush. <laughs> and that kid's got blood on his hands now. Um, I wanted to talk about, firstly, uh, Francesca. I think it was Francesca said... Uh, team stands for everyone achieves more when we work oh, together. Oh, I couldn't I even hate be bothered that. writing that down. I just knew it was insane. But that's classic apprentice, isn't it? Like so something. Much, yeah. What was you it again? See, you see that kind of stuff. Um, team stands for everyone achieves more when we work together, which is just God. objectively not. What and then it she said a bunch for. of other stuff about going out there and smashing it as well. It sounded like it went on for ages. That quote. That's like quite like something generic businessy that you see maybe on Instagram or something. You know, like they love an an acronym. You yeah. know, where it's like T E A M. Um, but yeah, Francesca. Yeah, she was really trying to bring that girl boss energy, wasn't she? And. Yeah. yeah, and she was going on about how we underestimate kids. That was her whole thing. She oh, was yeah. like, yeah, "Kids are smart. That. We underestimate them." Yeah, <laughs> they're not just going to put a shit really in their smart. mouth like the boys think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they want to build on a planet. They want to build infrastructure. They want a bowling alley, perhaps up, up there. To be fair to Francesca, I know we sort of rag on her a little bit. With well, the jury's out, but she has got that little bit of girl boss Camilla, nut milk producer vibe about her which is a bit off-putting sometimes. Mm-hmm. But she was praised. When Karang Brady was given the the lowdown from the professionals, they said that she was really credible and they liked her. And that was the one they thing that both the, the pitching people uh, agreed on was that they thought she was good. So she might have won it for mm-hmm. the girls. Yeah. Yeah. And they the, it was the pitch was good. Mm. And that, that was a controversial decision as well because she, like, again... Was it Shama who wanted to, she wanted to pitch a lot yeah. and she was just like, we're not changing the teams because the first one went well. And it turned out she was right. She Usually was right. they get fucked for that, you know. But yeah, yeah it seems like they did well. Because they did I, get um, big orders, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They did, yeah. 10,000, I think, was, was yeah. one of them. 11,000 right? in total Which to is nil. like, that's wild. That's actually good for the apprentice. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed also Amy... <laughs> Was it Amy talking? They were talking about the target market, which was six to eight year olds. And Amy at one point was like, well, I had a five year old. <laughs> <laughs> that tough, tough use of the word had. What, what, yeah. What's going on? What's, yeah. going on? what's, what's happened? <laughs> Daily Mail, get what's on that. What's happened, Amy? Maybe it wasn't Amy, but it was someone said, I had a five year old. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's like something Hemingway would like, write. Yeah. <laughs> or Wordsworth. <laughs> yeah. Wordsworth. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've got my BDI on Amy, honestly, because I, I think she she's doing something really different that no apprentice candidate has ever done before. And that is trying to frame things positively sometimes. Like mm. she will sometimes be like, it was wonderful that we all worked together on this. And she she really gives it like a real shine to, to what they're doing rather than what they all usually do, which is just like attack, attack, attack each other. Yeah. You know, Interesting. Very interesting. I, I had so my eyes on her at the start of the episode and I think she could potentially be up to some very sketchy business because in that first, mm. when uh, Shama wanted to be PM and Francesca, everything Francesca was coming up with, Amy, it would cut to Amy and she'd be rolling her eyes at her. But in like, so she was like, it was like a derisory thing, patronising towards Francesca, but, it was sort of manipulative in that, like, if Francesca was to say to Amy, are you rolling your eyes at me? Like, I'm a cunt. She would go, oh, no, 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 I'm being supportive. I'm like, my eyes light up when you talk, but it sounded like she, it looks like she hates Francesca. And she was like, oh. everything Francesca was saying, she was like, oh, okay, honey, if that's what you think is a good idea, all right, sure. It looked, to me, it looked like she hates her and she doesn't respect her. Subtly undermining yeah, her. Yeah, but it looked like She's it was done in quite game. a manipulative game playing way yeah quite gaslighting mm-hmm. maybe Amy's got some interesting moves ahead we'll have to keep an eye I could see her falling her. out with everyone else big time in future weeks that's really? my prediction okay we'll have to keep an eye out Shoe. you are in tune with the um, with the North American candidates so. <laughs> also they never win <laughs> North Americans never win they never win yeah wouldn't be allowed to happen that in this country that would be crazy yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, can we talk about fonts font watch yeah. yes yep. what um, are we getting this week wizard on like the side was bad to say wizard was bad but the one that really got me was the comic sans in the girls logo um, yeah. I don't even know if I noticed what are we doing under brushing star yeah there was some yeah. whatever their tagline was um, I can corroborate that I remember glancing my eyes over that simple font Yes, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, that's it's Comic Sans is two for two, isn't it? Was that not in last week as well? Possibly. I think they had a papyrus esque one last week. Mm. Um, oh, the fonts last week yeah. were an all time low for the genre. The fonts, Bougie Cruz's font was shocking. Well, they they have designers sitting there. That's the thing. But the designers must be told, do not do not jazz this up for them. Make them decide on the font, and they must go. For it the first, they can kill find. them inside to to have to do this. Absolutely, to put something out there with Comic Sans, Siobhan, you you do you you consider you? I consider you an excellent designer. Do you consider yourself a designer? Would you ever use Comic Sans in your professional work? I I would maybe use it for like if you were doing a sort of retro, you know, like yeah. school poster. Mm-hmm. Like a joke, <laughs> yeah. like a joke. Some yeah, kind of sick, I once, I once saw, I once sick. saw a full dissertation that was printed, written and printed in Comic Sans. Nice. Oh, How'd you feel about that, G? Would you manage fail. to fail? <laughs> Instant fail. Instant fail. Instant fail. I want to see Times New Roman or Ariel, but not in yeah. design, my lord, my lord, my lord. <laughs> but yeah, shocking, yeah. shocking, shocking. But maybe it's making a comeback because I feel like Instagram have, um, Instagram have like now got a font that's kind of got a Comic Sans style to it. Yeah. That sort mm. of rounded edges. So maybe it's, maybe I'm out of touch. Maybe it's cool now. Mm. 
Write yeah, in, listeners, world. if you think Comic Sans is cool. Yeah, let us know. Have the tides turned? <laughs> Kids have got mullets and Comic Sans is back in. I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. Yeah. Well, not to worry. I like this week as well that we found out that the two, I always enjoy it when they slip in one mention of who the two companies are. So it was Bupa and Superdrug. Yeah, Superdrug's logo great. was on it, but without the, the name. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like they get to mention it once, maybe because someone mentioned Harry Potter yeah, once. Aaron as well. mentioned it oh. after he sounded like a fool in the pitch. He then reserved his <laughs> one. He played his Joker <laughs> in the boardroom. Put it the wrong way around. Yeah. What did you guys think of the pitches? Connor was quite aggressive. He was like, when they said to him, like this is boring. I'm really, really bored waiting two minutes for Wiffy to brush these teeth. And he was like, well, let's not make a PlayStation game here. We're not making an Xbox game yeah. for the yeah. kids. I think that was part of his but problem like, was whether he meant it or not, sometimes, maybe it was just the edit, but sometimes he'd come off a little bit aggressive in places, which isn't yes. great. It's not a great vibe. It's that not unless you're, um, unless you're Tommy and then you can... Oh, oh. Heart of gold, heart of gold. Though, <laughs> heart you know, of gold, deep down shone through from from the beginning we weren't seeing that with connor at all speaking no, of we aggressive yeah. word choice i really just to touch on nicholas again i really enjoyed when he was for the fourth or fifth time reeling out his uh you know his focus group facts about the the one dipshit kid that liked it tarting it up <laughs> in some way and he <laughs> used the phrase one in two of the the consumers we asked of the tar- target demographic would buy the product. So that's given us some real ammunition there. Ammunition. <laughs> I hated that. Because one six-year-old boy raised his hand. I missed that. That's very funny. <laughs> I know. Speaking of the kids, actually, do you know who my, my MVP in this episode was? Who? The little boy who was in the focus group who got asked if he would uh, if he enjoyed Ruffy the Wizard and he said, it's not for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Voice of a nation. Fucking I love legend. it. I also loved... Um, there was like a He'll kid in that it. focus group as well, I think, who, when they asked, would you buy it? She like kind of put her hand up and then just put it down yeah, again. Yeah, on second thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. There we go. And also, so then we got, we heard a little bit more from Tim this week. And I, I noticed that when his, um, his name came up on the screen, screen, it said Tim Campbell MBE. So I looked it up and it seems like he's doing social, like social enterprise stuff now. That's cool. Like he's doing some like business thing to try and solve environmental problems. So I'm I'm really enjoying good Tim Tim Campbell. It was good value in the pitch, just absolutely visibly cringing during every second of the pitches. <laughs> I love that. It was good. Yeah. That's what we need in, in that role. You do just need that. You need someone who can sit there and just be kind of disgusted visibly. Yeah. <laughs> and he did it well. <laughs> he really did. Yeah. Exactly. So was there anything else pre-boardroom that you you guys picked up on or enjoyed? There was a couple of quite staff quotes at the beginning I enjoyed when the boys were first kicking yeah. around the wizardry idea. Uh, just a couple little quotes. Mm. I can't even remember who said them. Just simply, and magic's such an easy thing to imagine. No idea what that means. That's completely absurd. And then the Connor guy went, it's magic. It's wizard. It's wand. <laughs> yeah. Wiffy the wizard protecting the castle from imaginary dragons. That's what he said and in the back the of the cab. And then the game is just brushing just... teeth. It made... 
no if they'd have actually done that it might have been quite good yeah wow yeah all the boys needed to do was was just like add some spells like you know make it fun make it like glittery like give give the kids like on the tours whatever we used to have to like with the with the chopstick wands or whatever we had to get the kids to do spells and stuff and it is the easiest thing because they would just do whatever you said so it would just be like right do do this and you know it's all just pretend it was close to being something all right but it just yeah they didn't have the any imagination and we haven't really covered but connor not going with gender neutral was crazy it was wild because he he halved his his potential market there and he overruled the pm which puts you in weak a weak position straight away but it's okay yeah. to do that sometimes if you're making a bold call and you really think it's going to play out. He just couldn't be asked even considering how to make a gender neutral. He just he immediately went, fuck it, I'm doing a guy. He couldn't be bothered. That was it. He just couldn't yeah. be asked yeah. thinking of a way to do it, which is such a strange decision. Yeah. And Karang really pulled him up on that, which I enjoyed because she was like, well, why, why couldn't you do a gender neutral character? Which is good. Like, I want to see that Haven't a bit more. Have you heard of him, people. Totally. <laughs> Oh, come on! <laughs> Maybe you've spent the last ten years instead of running around on a rugby field watching The Apprentice and learning your history. Exactly. Maybe you're in this mess. <laughs> Our young gender oh, neutral friend. We need you. We need we you. We miss you now more than ever. <laughs> He's off in France. Oh, they are sorry. Off in France, uh, holding a croissant and running <laughs> yeah. around the city. <laughs> I'm so pleased. Oh. An MC Gogo toothbrush. That's that's getting the kids out. Oh, that would be oh. amazing. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Why has nobody jumped on the MC Gogo like train? The the hype. Yeah. MC Gogo <laughs> should have been in the last Avengers film. Definitely. <laughs> I was enjoying with the girls uh, because their the branding was a bit younger than what they'd planned. Mm. I was just really enjoying the liberal use of the word babyish getting thrown around. I really enjoyed that. Mm. I'm saying, eh, it's a bit babyish. <laughs> babyish, yeah. A word I, you never really hear apart from mm. on The Apprentice, I feel. Yeah, because it is yeah. quite a childish thing to say. Yeah, I, I've, I've had sympathy for them, honestly, because I couldn't personally tell you the difference between what a three or four-year-old would want and a five and six-year-old no, or something. But surely some of them have got like, kids. I, well, they all a lot of them did, didn't they? But yeah, I, it's tough that I don't I don't get it. Like Alan Sugar said, you know, six and seven year olds they want to be a bit more grown up, and I was like, okay, yeah. I'm noting that he must I'm be a, a granddad, <laughs> Lord Sugar. He must know these things, <laughs> sort of implying, you know, like, yeah. you know, these this isn't this isn't babyish, this isn't toddlers, this is seven and eight year olds. They want a toothbrush that fucks these kids. They want a proper. <laughs> They're sophisticated. Yeah, with something about it. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to ask Siobhan, you said you got an electric toothbrush recently. Does it have an app that comes along with it? For No, for, I don't um, think so. Do you know what? I will say the um, the little buzz that happens every 30 seconds is enough of a game for me. <laughs> oh. I'm trying to get as many of those buzzes. Yeah. When it gets to two minutes, it's like a, a big buzz. So that's Great. enough for me. Keeps me entertained. Love that. I find brushing my teeth so boring. I I, I was thinking I really would yeah, love to have it. an app. It's so boring. I hate to do it, and it just really 
it's it's tough. I don't I don't know why, but I just I hate I hate it. I I do it. I will do it. You know, it's one of those things. But I could definitely. But were you saying, Gemma, uh, that your your electric toothbrush isn't charged? Never charged. Never so charged. Maybe so maybe if you charge it. Mm. you know it will be this a bit a, more fun i need some motivation though like i want a game or something as well like it i would like i would even play to charge the fucking thing just put it in the charger yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, the whole area is fraught for me honestly so I, i'm i'm all for this gamification of of toothbrushing although i do agree that the girl's song was like quite amped up which is a bit much before bed you know? Yeah, Lord Sugar mm. described that piece of music as upmarket and racy. Yeah, racy. <laughs> Sounds like a, a high quality porno that he's describing there. Racy. I was con- really Surely confused means by those. Upbeat instead that of upmarket. Of yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he revealed himself there a little bit, didn't he? <laughs> he <laughs> finds that to Absolutely. be racy. Yeah. This is blood pumping. <laughs> Do you want to hear the um, the greatest bit of toothbrushing advice I was ever given? Please. Yes. Um, so I found out that <laughs> the most important time to brush your teeth, if you have to pick between morning and evening, is the evening. Okay. And um, my friend Kieran told me a story about when he went to the dentist as a kid and the dentist was like, okay, brushing your teeth in the morning is this important? And he like kneeled on the ground. And then he was like, brushing your teeth in the in the evening is this important. And he stood on the chair to show wow. the massive difference between what a showman. Gemma, you need this guy to do an app for you. <laughs> I <laughs> do. This guy sounds like great. And that's Mercury the kind of inspiration of I need. So all I need so is a bit go. of energy behind this. Yeah. So so why is it so important in the evening rather than in the morning? Because you've had the, a full day of like eating and drinking, mm. whereas in between the between the the evening brush and the morning brush, you you're just sleeping. Really, there shouldn't really be anything else. Yeah, going on. Mm. <sighs> Food for thought. So there it's you go. Tough, tough <laughs> stuff. <laughs> but that's good. I'll remember that. This is good. Yeah, that's Little... just a bit of a bit of advice that. Everybody should go. know. For the listeners as well. If you have to choose, make it the evening. <laughs> Gun to your head. <laughs> Gun to your head. <laughs> evening brush. <laughs> You've got enough toothpaste and charge left for only one. <laughs> it must be yeah, the evening. You must pick. <laughs> it's probably not okay, that interesting, great. but if I could just for one second touch on... When Gemma was talking about, um, you know... In the, the format of the show, there are certain things that don't really make sense, business terms, mm-hmm. and the tweaks element of it is one of those things in the pitch yeah. where it seems unfair that you know they can just say that. Another, I think, it's not unfair. Well, it's unfair on everyone, so I guess it's equal, but the whole thing of having a team and a sub-team where one is doing... They're trying to make one cohesive brand and product, and they're not allowed to even like show each other images until they're finished. And so they're both blind to each other. So you, one of you's making a toothbrush, the other's making an app for a toothbrush they've not seen. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it always ends up with them having that amazing moment where they see it all for the first time, and they're like, "Oh, what the you know what the other team but has done." It would done. be almost impossible yeah. to make something that would be in synergy with the other team. 
Well, exactly, because Francesca said explicitly, I just wanted to be orange. And they were like, she did give us very direct instructions. That being said, we are going to go in the opposite direction, you know? <laughs> so there can never be any cohesion between no. the groups because even when they try it, they're just like, well, this is kind of on us to Which sort Which I guess it out, is what leads know? to good telly, but it makes no sense. <laughs> exactly. Like, I feel like there, there have been less and less... Um, speakerphone you know speakerphone yeah. conversations in That's the past true. few seasons i feel like they used to have a lot more conversation yeah i feel like i'm seeing people hang up almost now and be like don't like leave us alone you know rather mm. than let's coordinate you know it's always just like just get on with it that's why they like a sub team leader so that they're like you're accountable make the decisions yeah. you know yes yeah yeah. Even though Nick has done nothing and he's just obviously a fucking shyster, I thought Alan Sugar making him PM for the next one felt quite premature. It's only it, week yeah, three. Yeah, because that's normally like a big moment. It's yeah. like, it's going to be you. Yeah, and he was tickled pink by that. He was like, hmm, I'm going to be the PM next time. <laughs> and next week yeah. is a, next week is looks like a hairnets situation. Yeah, they're yeah, making non-alcoholic drinks. Week? Yes, that's going to be a great. That will be good. Oh. So there is somebody on. There is a candidate this year who's got a flavored water or something, right? Oh no, Nick, it's Nick. Does that's flavored Nick. water. Yeah, that makes sense. yeah. but then Online someone only. else has got has got like an alcoholic protein drink. Is that oh, right? I, yeah. Yes. Hopefully, they're on different the teams then. Yeah, that's what will happen, won't it? Great. That's exciting. I love it. It's always a classic when they get in the kitchen. Remember when, the time when they had to make the Christmas chocolates and Sarah, the the, the, the Britain's best raver, she went in to make the Christmas chocolates and she just kept drinking all the cider and she just got I'd fucked up. That's what happens when you put Britain's what? best raver in the kitchen. Things like that are going to happen. <laughs> they made like a sexy Santa, right? What was the... Santa's yeah. choco seduction. <laughs> <laughs> That was hilarious. seduction. How could you forget? Not Meg producer Camilla was all over that. Santa's seduction. (laughs) Oh man, what a show! She was the team leader. To quote Mel Brooks when he was on the one show, "What a crazy show this is." It is, it is. So what about the boardroom? I can't really remember too much about the boardroom, honestly, but was there any kind of really good quotes or anything like that from the, from that spell? Sugar did a couple of jokes, obviously. Oh, yeah, the jokes. One about the toothbrush mm-hmm. being orange and that being like Trump's face. There was quite oh, yeah. a good one about, because uh, the girls was a planet and the boys looked like it had come from Uranus. That was actually oh, yes. quite a nice bit of stuff from Sugar. I, I like thought. that, yeah. It's getting better. <laughs> um, I enjoyed watching Karang and Tim doing the fake brushing. Yeah. 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 Karang <laughs> trying really worst. hard not to make it look like she was doing, you know, the, the blowjob mouth uh, yeah. mime because she knows, yeah. you know, she's, she wasn't born yesterday. She knows that's going viral. Yeah, exactly. She did well, I thought. Yeah, that's why she's a smart woman, really, isn't yeah. she? She knows yes. to avoid that, <laughs> that kind of thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they kind of, I think that one of the things I remember from the boardroom is that Aaron, 
I think that Connor thought that Aaron was going to be his pal and not bring him back in. Um, and he was maybe kind of shocked when he did get brought back in. But yeah, but he, he should have been because he was to blame. Yeah, he, was, he should have been brought back in because yeah. he, he was to blame. Yeah. Aaron looked like a big sad bear. He did. Yeah. yeah. A shame. Can I just give mm-hmm. you one more quote from Nicholas that came out in the boardroom? Please. I'm sure you'll remember. Um, this was the moment when. So basically, his argument is that he didn't realise that Whiffy sounded like, you know, it's stinking, as in it's stinking a shite. So he's either saying he's never heard of that or he's pretending for political reasons to have never heard of that. But the quote was, when put under pressure from Lord Street, he said, ultimately, and there was a lot of ums and ahs in this, I've edited out, but ultimately I, I didn't know that it had the negative connotation with the, the toiletry, so I was in support of Whiffy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Business speak Useless again, like word salad. <laughs> Toiletry. Come Toiletry. on, sir. Sir, please. Come on, Toiletry. son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aww. Well, the girls, they were they were really delighted to be two out of two. You know, they were they were doing this whole thing of like, oh, there's gonna be no pies left or whatever when they yeah. went for their cream tea. I could be wrong, but I feel like that happens every time. I feel like when it's boys and girls, the girls win for two or three weeks and then they shit things I up. I was thinking this. I'm, I think that is true. Yeah. Yeah. The boys tend to do badly together, don't they, when they're all in one? They tend to just kind of race around and argue quite a lot and stuff. But. Yeah. Because the girls mm-hmm. weren't exactly flawless either, but I'd say they won these two almost by default these first two weeks. Yeah. 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 It's rare Although, you come up against two literal orders. pieces of shit in a row. <laughs> no, it's just been. You poo can only beat what's poo. in front of you. <laughs> um, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens when they mix the teams up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Siobhan, do you want to ask us now? Do you think the right person should have gone? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy. I do like that guy. I was pleased. Cheers in my yeah. house for me and my sister when that was announced. Get him to fuck. <laughs> yeah. Right. Me too. And I'm really happy that he was punished because I thought it was really egregious that he he couldn't think of a gender neutral character. And 100%. I was like, that's too it's the far. Kind of big you need to be punished. Rogue swing decision that you will be crucified for in the boardroom as well. And he should know that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What about you, Shabon? We're on series sixteen. We should everybody should know better. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm, I was glad he went. I was glad he went. Um I'm glad that, that Aaron lived to f- lives to fight another day. And I'll be glad when Nicholas yeah. goes next week. <laughs> <laughs> he's well, on he's to in the, the spotlight. I hate he's his hair as well, it. for the record. What about his hair. surname? His surname is showering? Yeah. It is, yeah. And he's into water. Shocking. It's nominative determinism. <laughs> product. <laughs> He's probably what? had so I little like... imagination that he's like, my name's Sharing, water, I'll do a water company, yeah. I'm just going off the facts of what my name is. I really want to know more about him. Like, I want to know, I just need, I just need more info. I need to know less about him. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine to know less as well. <laughs> <laughs> I need Siobhan to know more and she'll tell me. Okay, I'll let, I'll let you know. For sure. So yeah, the girls, they went for their cream tea. The The prizes haven't been so good this time. Do you think that's because of COVID? 
probably. Yeah, yeah. they can't. They can't get like celebs. Yeah, they can't go. Also, this is pure speculation, but I feel like if the boys had won, it would have been a different task. I don't see them sending the boys to a cream tea. I know. Have they ge- mm. have they made gender specific choices there? Yeah, I mean that could be bullshit. Not. Maybe they would have done that, but that's my hunch. Mm. The boys would have gone to like darts and the and pints. <laughs> <laughs> that's what boys like, and oh, girls well, like little fancy that's cakes. What boys like. Yeah. And only MC Gogo <laughs> likes both. That's the world of the apprentice. <laughs> uh, oh god. Amazing. I miss MC Gogo so much. Have we got more business? Or probably wrapping up soon. I don't think so. Yeah, I think that was great. And I mean I've just hugely enjoyed it. It's been hilarious. It's been very as funny, ever. hasn't it? Yeah. It's nice to just relax and laugh at it, honestly. Like rather than writing intense notes like what it's such yeah, a breeze to watch the really format is. is just so so Chef's good so the shout format, out again. as always yeah <laughs> our favorite character is the format um but yeah so great and i'm really looking forward to next week as well the 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 sort of alcohol free drinks that's going to be chaos get those hairnets on yes we cannot <laughs> wait yes. yeah we stand a food great and drink welcome. task always we really Always. do. And then I think for the fourth episode is normally the run around and find things task. Also Ooh. great. So I'm really hoping that that's, that's still here for, yeah. for the series. I've been looking at the intro with some interest to sort of see what kind of other tasks mm. they've got. So there's one where there's like a fast car and there someone's in the passenger seat. There's one where there's a zip line. There's one where I think there's QVC ahead. Yes, I, I did think notice that. Which is always really fun as well because yeah. you get to the, the present. Spin scrubber. Oh, QVC is even wilder than the sort of baking ones. Of like, it's hard to bake, but you know, and and it's really relevant to their actual business. But to be asked to be good at live TV is an absolutely insane TV. thing to ask of someone. Unscripted, yeah, all improvised, Vampin, filling live <laughs> with producers shouting in your ear. Fucking hell. Oh. That's right. Oh my god, I'd hate that. Like they get two or three in the in the the room where they kind of shout at them as they go. Do you have to do Just, that, Stu? Do you have people shouting in your ear or ever when you're doing stuff for telly? No. Well, I, I I'm the I'm the one shouting, but it's usually between takes, running on, speaking mano a mano, not not in an earpiece. So it's all good. Yeah, because that's hard, isn't it? It's hard to keep going when someone's in your ear I much prefer giving notes to taking them so we've got a few really really good ones ahead honestly it's going to be fab yep I'll look forward to it and I think along the the one uh, the token North American I could see Amy the former theatre director she'll be huge that week if she's still in it then yeah huge value yeah she's got she's got directing experience I might just put it out there now that that'll be the one where she pisses everyone off agree Hot prediction. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys got any plugs? Yes. I, I once again would love to plug my talk at the Glasgow Zine Library, which is on the 25th, I believe, of January. And yeah, it's about patriarchy, Marxist feminism and cults. And yeah, just if anyone's thinking of coming along, it's it's you can just put it on, kick back and relax. It's pay what you can. Uh, get the information at the Glasgow Zine Library website. But mostly I like to reassure people that you can just watch, you know, you don't have to be involved if you are worried about that. You know, you can just kick back and, and relax. Uh, but yeah, that's that's my plug. 
Yes. And what about you guys? Siobhan? No plugs for me. No um, plugs for Siobhan. I would like to say, um, please leave us a review on iTunes. And Spotify. Ooh, yes. And now you can rate us on Spotify as well, yes, if you're enjoying the pod. Yeah, mm. please. That would be good. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Stuart McP and on Instagram at Stuart McPherson underscore. And I've got another podcast called What's the Script, where I guess the plots of films that Gemma loves. Uh, you can subscribe <laughs> to that in the usual places. And just a little shout out to the Senegalese national football team at the African Cup of Nations. Oh, oh yes. Um, shout yes. out, friends lads. Of the pod. Huge shout out. Four points from the Sadio two Mani. games. Not bad at all. Sadio Mane scored a penalty against Zimbabwe to win 1-0 in their last match. So all the Love best it. to those lads. God bless. Do you think yes. they'll do well, Stu, in the Cup of Nations? Do you think you would that... expect them to? Yeah, I would say they're one of the one of the stronger teams. Um, okay, great. I, I'm, well, that's I'm not great an expert, for us. but um, yeah, I would say so. Great Lovely. for us, yeah. Great for us. We're we're here for it. <laughs> Huge thanks to. Billy Gawkin as well for doing our thank you Billy yes our theme. Our we love it we absolutely love it market and racy theme tune <laughs> <laughs> great well look forward to chatting again next week everyone yes, thanks so much for, for listening non-alcoholic drinks I think it'll be a good one but uh, yeah have a great yeah, week absolutely. everyone thanks for listening bye bye